Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. at the church today. Now, I'm not talking about our church. I'm talking about the the church as a whole. It's fascinating to me. It's almost a prerequisite in many church structures, you know, like the denominational settings and and that kind of thing. It's it's almost a requirement these days that you have a PhD or, you know, a a master's in theology or something like that. You know, you you have to have a good resume if you're going to pastor a larger church. Why is that? Well, because we prize knowledge so highly. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that a higher education isn't the only thing that qualifies you for ministry. In today's culture, it's almost a requirement to have a degree in ministry. But as Pastor Robert will remind you, no amount of education can equip you. God doesn't call those who are equipped, but He does equip those that He's called for ministry. Now stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Paul says, beginning at verse 31 in chapter 12, he said, but earnestly desire the best gifts. And And that's an important thing to start off with. See, God tells us right here in the Bible, He wants us to desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit earnestly. It's okay to do that. It's even mandated by Scripture. Earnestly desire the best gifts. And yet I show you a more excellent way. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. 
But the greatest of these is love. Now, give me your attention. We're not going to, you know, dig in in detail with, into the whole chapter. We're going to look at the first eight verses. And then we're going to leave the, uh, the last few verses of chapter 13 to lead us into chapter 14 as we discuss in detail the gifts of the Holy Spirit and at least some of them. But the thing that I want to focus on here in, in this area, this first eight verses of chapter 13, there are three primary points that I want to draw your attention to. The first one is that the Corinthians equated spiritual maturity, spirituality, with knowledge, with eloquence, the eloquent delivery of the knowledge that that they had, and spiritual giftedness. They thought, and, and this is part of what he's been addressing throughout, that the fact that they were so knowledgeable, they knew the Bible. They had a good, solid, sound theology. They knew what they knew and why they knew it, which is better than many Christians today can say. But these people had, they had knowledge, and they were able to articulate that knowledge. Clearly, you could understand them. It was, they were gifted in that way. But not only that, they, they were gifted spiritually. As we said in the beginning, these people, God moved in their midst, and yet Paul said, you're missing something here. You're babies. You're immature. You're, you're not spiritually mature. When I look at the church today, now I'm not talking about our church. I'm talking about the, the church as a whole. It's fascinating to me. It's almost a prerequisite in many church structures, and, 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 you know, like the denominational settings and, and that kind of thing. It, it's it's almost a requirement these days that you have a Ph.D. or, you know, a master's in theology or something like that. You know, you, you have to have a good resume if you're going to pastor a larger church. Why is that? Well, because we prize knowledge so highly. And we think, you know, if they've got the letters behind their name, they have to know a lot. And I'm not discounting that. I know, you know, many of you, you know, you're, you, you have the advanced degrees, and I'm not putting that, I'm not putting that down. I'm saying that's not God's criteria. And we need to be careful if we make it ours. Because you know, you know what ends up happening? What ends up happening is that you, you have a, a charlatan with a lot of education ripping people off. But he has credibility because he has the education. He has the letters behind his or her name. Be careful. Knowledge is not the same thing as maturity. Eloquence, the ability to, to really present knowledge. You know, there are a lot of very charismatic, gifted communicators who don't know God. But they know how to communicate. They know how to grab people and hold their attention. And Knowledge and eloquence is not the same as spirituality. But maybe, and, and the thing that he's dealing with in this passage that we really need to see and understand is that even the miraculous, even the manifestation of God's power, through individual lives, is not an indication of spiritual maturity. Now, see, that's a big one because we think it is. 
somebody prays for somebody else and, and the person gets healed and, and we automatically assume that the one who did the praying must be a spiritual giant. I mean, man, God, you mean God healed you? And, and everybody wants to go to that person to be prayed for. Even if they're like in another country somewhere, people will buy plane tickets and, you know, fly to Toronto and all over the world to be prayed for by some individual because God used them in a certain way at a certain time in somebody else's life. Paul is telling this church at Corinth, he says, you guys are rich. You've been enriched by God in these areas, but you're babies. You're babies. And now he goes into great detail. Point number two, he wants us to understand that even though God values, it, he gives these gifts, they're good. Anything from God is good. You understand God doesn't give evil gifts. He doesn't give useless gifts. God only gives good gifts. It's good stuff. But Paul says there's a more excellent way. Love is not a gift. It's the expression of His very nature in and through our lives. If the Holy Spirit is present in your life to give gifts and to manifest Himself, He is present there to love. And point number two, God values love above all these things. Above all these things. And if God values love more highly than all of these other things, so must you and I. You see, we read this passage. It's one of the most beautiful passages in the Bible. And so we read it at weddings. We read it at you know all kinds of ceremonies and functions. You'll hear it quoted by people who don't have a clue. They don't know Jesus. Don't know the first thing about the Bible. But it's just such a beautiful passage. Love, love you know, love is patient. Love is kind. Love, and, and you'll hear all these. But do you understand that this was actually Paul? getting in their face. This was Paul getting ugly with the Corinthians. Paul exhorting the Corinthians. Guys, listen, the gifts are great, but you need to understand something. Paul said to these Corinthians, he said, if, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm just making a lot of noise. Great, you speak in tongues, wonderful. Good for you. It's excellent. It's a wonderful gift. Hallelujah. But if it's not done in love, it's just like somebody banging on a bucket. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I've wandered away or or maybe, maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows 
that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says he sent Jesus in the first place to come and die on the cross to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.